Hello, everybody, and welcome to This Gameware. With me, Ashley. And me, Chris. Hello, everyone. Hope you're okay. Hope you're okay, Ashley. I didn't care for that. I'm not sure what I thought either. I forgot what I was supposed to say. So, well, At least you didn't forget your name like I did a few weeks ago. Um, I don't remember you doing that, but that's okay. I don't need to remember everything, do I? Not everything, no. No. Um, we've just been uh, having a real good conversation, I feel, about Tears of the Kingdom. Crapping on about which it. Which is an absolutely amazing game for lots of reasons. It it really is my cup of tea. It's bro. And one of the many amazing things about it is how Ashley and I have both, well, I've been playing it for a lot less than Ashley, to be fair, but we've both had significantly different experiences. The fact that I've gone off in one direction, he's gone off in the direction, I'm chasing the main quest, Ashley's not. It's just, it's it's delightful. Yeah, it's great. But we won't crap on about it for too long. Because we've got all the business to do. Well, no, I, that's not why. I could I could talk about it forever, uh, but it's not why we're here. We're here to talk about something else. Oh, all right. That goes right into it. What are we talking about? It's um this game where one man stands against the mass extinction of all earthly life and the end of the world as he knows it. Sounds serious. Oh, yeah. It depends how you think about things, but... It sounds like it could be lots of games. I can't really think of one in particular. It could be. It sounds a bit sci-fi. Let me give you a clue. Okay. It was it was remade sometime in... No, sorry. Let me give you a clue. It was adapted into a film with Russell Crowe as the lead. I can't remember when. Like, last decade or something. And I think it was directed by Darren Aronofsky. And when I say that this was adapted, I mean that the story that it was based on Noah's was adapted. Ark. It's Noah's Ark. Right. Yeah, it is. So we're, we're doing that. Yeah, it's not bad, actually, is it? I feel yeah. like it might have got panned. It, it did get panned, but I, I yeah. really liked Darren Aronofsky films, so I watched it. And yeah, I, me too. I, I really liked it. It's, it's a little bit different Aronofsky-wise as well, which it, I appreciated. Yeah. I enjoyed. Um, yeah, I don't mind it at all. Um, so there we go. Um, this game, I don't rem- What? We're doing a game based on Noah's Ark. We're doing a game based on Noah's Ark. It came out on the Nintendo Entertainment System. You look like you're looking at me like I'm mad. I'm looking at you askance. I, I can't even believe there's a game based on Noah's Ark. Yeah, it's a it's an odd one, isn't it? It's an odd one. Yeah, <laughs> it's an odd one. <laughs> I know. I knew that you were gonna maybe react this way as well. Like it really is odd. It's so. Um, it would you would you maybe find it odder if I told you that it was published by Konami? Um. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think that's odd anyway. I didn't realise yeah. that at the time when I was playing it. So this is a game that I borrowed off a, of a friend called Ben. Ben Pearson. I think it was Ben. Um, and it was for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It is, as I say, released, uh, published by Konami, but made by a, a small team, a UK-based team, Ooh. called Source Research and Development, because they really knew how to capture the magic of games <laughs> in the name of their company. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, they um, they didn't really make too many things. They just made three games. One was a Nintendo game. Sorry, one was a Game Boy game called Pyramids of Ra. There was this, and then there was something else that I've forgotten and probably didn't need to be remembered. And they did that across 1991 to 1992. 
This was released in 1992. So they didn't necessarily just make... I assumed that they were a Christian games developer, but presumably not then, if one of the games was based was called Pyramids of Ra. Yeah, so I kind of thought that too. Like, this game's probably some kind of Christian propaganda game. Oh. Or that was the intention, like get the kids in with the with the video games and then feed them a wafer. I yep. I don't know actually having dug into it a little bit for this episode. I don't know that it actually was that. Um if it is, then then it was it's surprising in the way it goes about it. So they just thought it was a, it was a real cool story. Let's make a game based on that. Well, you say that, right? But actually, so you and me, we're in our thirties now. And this this was released late, uh, sorry, early 1990s. And at the time, 1992, I would have been four years old. I think that I played this later than that. I think it was probably getting on for 94, probably. Go on, what's up? I'd have, I'd have been six years old and I'd have been singing the uh, Noah's Ark song at school. I still remember it. And that is, I think, pertinent to the story. Because... The animals went to two by two. Hurrah, hurrah. Thank you. Thank you so much for delivering well, <laughs> delivering that. Did you sing that as well at school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so okay. It's check, a well-known issue, isn't it, for kids? Collective memory. So that, that, is, that is, I think, important because actually I didn't think, I didn't look at this game when I was a kid and go, that's a weird thing to base a game on. I went, huh, I know that story. Mm. It's Noah's Ark. Yeah, you make a fair point. The the Bible might be a lot of things, but one of the things that it is is a collection of pretty interesting stories. I had on um, on video, I think it might have been Dumbo, actually. There was uh, a, a Disney video VHS I had that had a collection of Disney, the Silly Symphonies cartoons. And yeah. there was a, a Walt Disney cartoon based on Noah's Ark that I, I watched quite a bit when I was younger as well. So I'd, I'd about, about 91, 92 as well. That makes a lot of sense to me. I loved the Greeks and the Romans at the same time. Like I was, I was very invested in the mythologies. You know, less less knowledgeable about the Norse gods or whatever, but definitely Greeks and and Romans. I'd have known their gods, yeah, uh, inside out. I'd have been able to name them all and tell you what they were the god of and all that. We did ancient Greeks in when I was in year four, and I was obsessed with it. Obsessed. Yeah, there were these pantheons. And and the Christian pantheon was a part of that. We definitely learned about them uh, in depth when we were at school. And the and the Noah's Ark story would have been part and parcel, if not centre uh, stage of the things that you learn as a kid about about Christianity and and the Bible in particular, the Bible stories that I told. Um, so to me, I think in what probably was about ninety three, ninety four, as a five or six year old. I wouldn't have necessarily thought this was a weird game to no, have no, come across. At the same time, looking at it now, I the first thing that I thought when I started thinking about talking about it on the podcast was this is Christian propaganda potentially, which is because exactly they, where I went to as well. Exactly, you do you do get stuff like that, and I I say propaganda that, that is. I, if I'm going to try and be a little bit more even-handed, that's my sort of view of things like Christian rock and Christian comics and Christian media in general. Like the Hannah and I um, were clearly a little bit bored um, one evening. One evening. Let me just point that out. One evening, 
and we were channel surfing in an old school fashion like you might have done in the 1990s this was maybe five years ago and we we managed we happened upon a god channel uh, a christian channel and it was showing a show that's you know like a blues clues or or a teletubbies or a tweenies or something mm-hmm. like that but it had a host like mr mr tumble style mr. it was Rogers. american this well not not Mr. I suppose Mr. Rogers ish. Kind of I mean, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, and the man was called Jovis Bonhovis. Great. I mean, where they got that name, I have no idea. And he led he led a jolly troop of righteous vegetables that were quite poor puppet vegetables. They were. It was it was a very odd thing, and the only real purpose of that show i feel is to get them while they're young oh you know to indoctrinate to to bring them into the fold some some big words you're throwing around there what (laughs) i'm staying impartial all right okay um so yeah i I kind of i kind of am a little bit biased i incidentally uh, around this time i actively chose to go to church did you? I don't know if it's this. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was the fault of this game or not. But well, me, me, I'm a brother. My brother is older than me by three, three-ish years. Um, and me and my brother, we never went to church as a family. But me and my brother, I can't remember really what spurred it on. We asked our mum if we could go to church, and there was a man called Tony, and he had a daughter called Sarah who lived in our street, and they were very much devout christians and we used to go to church with them every week for i don't know how long but it seemed like eternity to me and i i i was probably about five or six at the time um and we made this decision me and my brother to 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 do that to see what it's like and we i came away from it at the very least going that's a bunch of bullshit that and it possibly was uh somewhat based on the fact that sunday school is boring because it is I've uh, never been, never been, so I couldn't possibly comment. Never ever been. Nope. Never. You don't ever. have a religious background. Your family aren't in any not. kind of way religious. No, not in the That's slightest. That's interesting. Mm. I don't know how many families exist like that, but our family, my mum's kind of wanted to believe in God, I think, and and possibly did believe in God, but maybe in like a, I'm scared of what I'm might happen. I don't believe in God. Yeah, I I really don't know for sure. And I can't ask her, so we well, won't speculate to, too much on that. Going back to what you said about how you feared the game would turn out, I remember in the uh, 2006-2007, a guy that I worked with at the cinema uh, when I was at university, who himself wasn't a Christian and is really into games, still is into games, is playing Tears of the Kingdom at the moment, uh, he found a Flash-based game based on Noah's Ark, where you played as an animal and it was a racing game and you had to race as the animal to get to the ark first and it was done in a way that was very simple that whatever animal you chose it had some rubber banding in effect so that you were always at the the front you would always win and i think when you passed the finish line it then brought up some bible verse and it was it was quite um quite full on so um Hmm. so games such as you imagined based on noah's island no not Noah's island based on noah's ark do exist I know for a fact that they do exist and I've come across them and they are exactly what I've described. They are an attempt to sort of get in with the kids and uh, uh, and do a little bit of the old 
brain tinkering. It's not what this is doing. I don't good. think. Good, good, good. Um, so it it is a platformer. So this is a platformer. It's based on the Bible story that everybody knows. Um, and and like I said, it doesn't seem like the greatest sell to us in 2023 as people in their 30s that don't really have those beliefs. No. Um, but to me as a kid, it was it was somewhat compelling simply because it was a game I'd never played. Can you choose who you play as? No, you know her. You are Noah. So you are Noah. I want to play as Hap. I always found his name funny. (laughs) Cool. You're you're Noah. And so it seems strange now, but the game might be odder than I remember it being. Uh, One of the things that I don't recall at all is that on every third level or somewhere around there, you have to defeat a drain plug monster. A drain plug monster? Yeah. I assume that the drain plug monster is... Um, like a monster that is sitting in the drain and you have to defeat it so that the water can drain. But tell me what's wrong with that picture. Well, you're in a flood. Uh, and and the flood was mandated by God and you are supposed to be a, you know, a, a, a believer in the old fella upstairs. So this notion of having a drain plug monster, and this is why I'm not sure whether it is Christian propaganda as a game or not, because this, because actually what it seems like is that Noah maybe doesn't agree with the flood and he's trying to <laughs> unplug all the plugs so that it's it can drain subtext. away. Yeah, also, whereas the... Drain plug monster sounds like, so it makes me think of those adverts for like, um, you know, drain, drain and blocker where you've got like the, the fat is all congealed in the U-bends and it's yeah, all like... They, Mr. They pour, they, yeah, and they pour the stuff down and the fats are going, no! <laughs> That's what it's making me think of. Yeah, I mean, it also suggests like a... I don't know, like a slightly muddled uh, approach to the game. Like they, they, they've got this notion of it's a game about Noah's Ark, but actually, the game, the 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 story is subservient to the game because actually, maybe it's more fun if the water is a threat to um, to Noah, and you have to be the you're the superhero you're trying to stop the flood as opposed to so yeah maybe the story is subservient to the game um there is also and it's all a bit muddled in that way Hmm. that that is borne out as well by the fact that so there are 21 stages and each of those 21 is subdivided the game is subdivided into seven areas and those seven areas are represented by um places on the seven continents Oh, okay. Or or world regions. So it's Noah rounds with the animals to get on the ark then. Yeah. So you are you are Noah and you're you're rounding um animals up to to get them onto the ark whilst uh, this flood is happening. Um, those seven places are represented. So the muddled nature of this because that sounded quite orderly. Those seven continents are represented by different places on that continent. One place in, per continent. And for Europe, it is ancient Rome, which is kind of thematically correct, yeah. sort of, maybe. Yeah. But then in the North American uh, stages, it's the Wild West. Yeah, that's and confusing then the, the the South America uh, stages, they are the Incan Empire. And then Antarctica, you're in the Ice Age. And Africa is represented by ancient Egypt. Oceania is uh, prehistoric Australia. And Asia is represented by China in some kind of nondescript Chinese way, from what I understand. And this comes, this brings me on to another possible problem with this game. 
uh, I think we're going to hit some quite questionable stereotyping. Oh boy. I so was wondering, I, I was anticipating you saying something like yeah, this. Yeah, that that's going to be a part of the experience of this game. So that'll be interesting to come across and how they've how they've actually uh, slipped up there in, in one way or another. Um, Can you choose which continents go to, you know, sort of, no, it's not open, it's, it's very linear. Okay. Not at all. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, understandable on the NES. Yeah. I think, like it is fairly early days. Um, it's made by a small team of i think five people and two of those people were audio people so like a composer and an audio tech um and they were doubling up on duties as well the rest of the 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 other three um incidentally as a slight tangent um one of them did work on transport tycoon (gasps) nice for the PlayStation, so he port, uh, okay. he helped he to port it. No, I know he didn't. That's why okay, I kind that's, of that's left fine. it. So I, wa- I, I, I wanted the enthusiasm before I undercut it. Um, one of them worked on Transport Tycoon later on in their um, in their career. Um, all three of the designers and programmers worked on uh, Lost in New York, the Heimerline Two game, excellent, um, and did a few other projects together as well. Uh, so they oh and and one of them also worked on some ports of Discworld the first Discworld so the, okay That's the cool. uh, port to the Sega Saturn uh, yep. no less um, so yeah they they went on to do interesting or more interesting things and hmm. this is just sort of one of the the things that they did at the beginning ish of their careers uh, do you know just as a sort of loop back you said your friend Ben had this game do you know yeah what, was was he a, a Christian at all or was no it, just he was like the opposite. He's the opposite. Yeah, no, couldn't have been further from. Like his mum was a proto goth. Oh, okay. Yeah, he she was she was great, and so was Ben. I really I really got on well with Ben. I really liked him. So why, why did he have this game then? I suppose you're not privy to that information, are you? I'm not privy to the information, but also we've talked about my buying habits and how they were dictated by how many fifty pences I had in my pocket, mm. and I can imagine that Ben's and his mum's habits were similar since we grew up in the same area went to the same school and had the same deprivations so yeah i'd imagine that noah's ark was the cheapest game on the market that day yeah i can't see it being one that would fetch a particularly high value yeah no not at all um so yeah it's the it is this platformer 21 stages seven seven regions slightly uh questionable stereotyping at, at points the game, and now I've buried the lead, so apologies. Um, but the the game actually, though, is at least conceptually quite interesting. Yeah, I've kind of alluded to this notion. Oh, did you just burp? No, I went yeah. Ah, um, <laughs> good. Um, I I've alluded to the notion of the flood. Like you have to fight this drain plug monster, but the flood is actually a a, a mechanic in the game. So you're platforming through these stages and the water level is rising as you as you go through the stages. Like the chemical plant so, zone in Sonic 2. Like the chemical plant zone, yeah. But, um, I mean, less ominous, I think. Good. But when it gets to a certain level on... Uh, when it gets to a certain height on the, on the screen, you kind of plunge into it and I believe it makes it harder to move around and things. I don't know if you can drown or not, but we're, we will find out. Because I'm almost certainly going to if uh, if you can. I do remember this being difficult. 
as well. So it might be a difficult Great. platform with an interesting idea. And some Christian overtones. Yeah. What, what heavy oh, and mix. also Noah can have weapons and power-ups. <laughs> and one of them is granted by, by collecting a duck. So I just wanted to get that in there before we before we play. Like it's definitely a muddled game. Like I said, it's not. Is there there are no straight lines here? It's the, what, they've done some the thinking and they've you? included everything. What does the duck give you? We we'll try and find out, shall we? I guess you could swim on the water. That might I don't think it's that. I think it's probably oh. like machine guns or something. It's it's a muddled game. I keep coming back to this. It's it's a muddled game. <laughs> it's now. Now's the time. Now is the time. Well, that was a turn up for the books, wasn't it? A turn up for the Bible books. I don't oh, know what that. That was all the right. Bible's a book. That's it. No, it wasn't all right. Don't 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 say I that was it. all right. That definitely. Yeah, I know you liked it. It wasn't all right. Those two things aren't. But Bible, the same thing. Bible's where we get or French get the word bibliothèque and bibliography. It's all linked to it being the book. Yeah. It's also it's a book. I say it was bad. It was bad. Don't, oh, don't praise I, it. I, I really on. liked it, but as you said, that's more about did. me than anything else. Anyway, it was uh, Noah's Ark. It was it was good. Yes. Yeah. I. So I'm kind of not surprised, but I was a bit trepidatious about, or, or tentative, sorry, about saying that I kind of remembered it was okay. The I, I think I was a bit scared of the water when I was a kid, but I don't think that you can drown in that. I had a situation where I got killed in the water, but I think it was because I got killed by something else and just happened to be in the water at that point. I'm yeah. not sure if it was a case of drowning. I'm really not sure, though. But there are a lot of obstacle or enemies that are attacking you as you go through the levels. Also, as you pointed out, uh, you're going through the levels, defeating enemies that are in your way. The enemies are all animals, which is quite questionable in and of itself. It's like the anti-Noah. Yeah. Like Terminator Noah, Ter- Terminator. I don't know. I was, was going to say that. I was just going to reach for it. There you go. The game, I think, overall was very good. Uh, very good. Maybe very good. Like it, it, it felt like a pretty solid platformer, yes. and it was doing a lot of. It had a lot of the uh, staples of platformers and did them pretty well. Hmm. Um, it's a mystery why they chose Noah's Ark, although it's a recognizable. IP, maybe that's brand. why. Possibly. Get the kids talking. The, the <laughs> six-year-old kids who were doing Noah's Ark at school. Oh, God, imagine being that kid. Hey, 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 I've got this new got this new game, lads. I've got this new game. It's uh, no, Noah's Ark, the game. He'd get laughed at the playground, wouldn't he? No, but the ben, ben didn't, did he? No, he got true. Got me round, and then I, I borrowed it off him. Yeah. I do think, as you just so, said, it is, if you strip away the... And, and the Bible overtones are actually not as Minimal. harsh as i was expecting yeah. if you could take away that aspect of it and it would still be a good platform which again i was i was quite surprised by yeah 
So the only thing that actually that I think you could um, say is inflected with Christian uh, feeling, Christian sentiment was the fact was that you wouldn't know her, this big old Christian uh, hero who was fighting the evildoers to save the animals. I mean, also killing killing a lot of animals in the process. So, but if you put that under the carpet. But he only um, had to have two good teeth. As long as the others were gone, that's okay. As long as he had a, a boy and a girl. He didn't even save that, did he? He saved one. You only can save one. He saved one rabbit at the end of three levels. Oh, yeah. And he saved one skunk at the end of three levels. It's it, huh. So we, we'll return to the fact that, um, well, we'll return to what I said in the beginning, which is I think the game's quite muddled. The game is very muddled. <laughs> like, it's trying to to put two several things together and and sort of dropping a lot of balls but all the balls it keeps up in the air they're the important balls and the ones that it drops kind of in game terms like it's a good game mm-hmm. it's keeping all the gamey balls up in the air it's dropping some stupid balls that you know fine it drops it, it, it didn't save two rabbits all of rabbit kind is gonna die out in that world it's fine and you just saying then, sorry to interrupt you, saying about the the aspect of Noah parading around the place and being the big old Christian Killing boy. the natives? Yeah. Yeah, so your enemies. I mean, in the first round of three levels, it's the Romans. And then in the second round, it's the Native Americans. And in the third round, and it's the Incans. And certainly those last two, this notion of a, you know, a big old white guy uh, running rampage through a continent and killing the killing the native people. The, the you know, not ideal, is it? Not great. I can see why he would have no. beef with the Romans. They killed his uh, numero uno, didn't they? I mean, this is again part of the muddle. Noah predated the Romans by a significant margin, I believe. I did think that as I was saying that, but my knowledge of the Bible is is very hazy. Is Noah Old Testament and Jesus New? Noah's Old Testament, yeah, he's the Old yes. Testament. You know, because the the God of the Old Testament is wrathful and and you know see, re- wreaks havoc on humankind <laughs> because we constantly disappoint him or them. And uh, the New Testament's the lovey lo- lovey guy, the hippie hippie granddad. <laughs> Is that something? Um, yeah, that I think it's one of the ways that you just define the t- the two, the old and the new testament. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's muddled. It's just lots of muddling. Yeah. Um, but in in game times, it it treads a pretty good path, and it does a lot of good uh, stuff well. Hmm. So one of the things that I noticed immediately was how well rendered uh, Noah is. Like he looks really pretty cool. He's he's put. He's put across in three colours, and he's this big chunky sprite. Also controls really well. That, as you go around the yeah, levels. Well, what? But before we got onto that, I was going to say to top it off the you know the rendering of him as a sprite. Actually, he's animated really well, and, mm. and um, the way that he is animated as he moves, um, just just pretty top notch. And that that then spreads out to the rest of the the sprites that all of the creatures that you either kill or save depending on the whim of of noah all of those are really well made 
Um, but yeah, the the other thing that is great about it, controls. So yeah, you say it's, it controls really well. Yeah, it was very very tight uh, to to uh, control and go around. It reminds me a bit of um, sort of the, the gameplay style and the control of it. My memories of James Bond two, which I know has come up a few times as being one that you're not particularly keen on, but the, I thought the style yeah. of it as well, the the cartooniness as well, reminds me of, of James Bond two. And we've we've played quite a few platformers over the hundred and sixty or thereabouts episodes of this, and we we have had platformers where the controls have been shonky and it has hindered mm. the game a lot because a platformer lives and dies as to how good the controls are this one Absolutely. the controls are, are really good which again was a a, a, a nice surprise uh, one thing just with the the flood as well that i thought was was really impressive really simple touch but really well done very deft was when you fall in the water which does rise up as ashley said in the first half um, the, the the colors as it rises up are all black and white so when Noah falls in the water he goes in this really nice colorful sprite to just rendered in black and white and it, it's done so seamlessly it's a really nice effect that that shows your facts are in the in the water um, yeah it just look great yeah so on the controls i think they're pretty floaty but actually good for it and I, one of the things that some platformers struggle with is creating some definition to their controls that that, that brings them out and lets them stand yeah independently of, of all the other platformers this does it it does it with this floaty um th- this floatiness that sometimes people might sort of think of floatiness in in platformers as not a great thing but actually here it's just really well um executed so that that was a bit of a surprise as well well, there were bits um, where you were able you, to get speed up and jump over things, and depending on how much speed up, it was easier or, or more challenging to get over things, which is reminiscent of like the first Mario game, for example. Yep, absolutely. The um, I can't remember what you said after the controls, but let's not worry about it. One of the things that I liked was seeing um, Noah, and, and again, part of the muddled nature of this, and, and like, let's just throw a load of stuff in and see what, see what works. Um, I really liked seeing Noah rendered as a dolphin. Yeah, that was quite cool. Also, that, that was the first boss, was where you, you uh, defeat the plug monster at the end of the third stage, and then you suddenly go, uh, this door appears floating on a cloud, and you jump into the door, and it goes down, 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 and then Noah pops out of the door und- underwater, and he suddenly is a fish or a dolphin. And yeah. it's 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 a fish or a dolphin with Noah's face on the front, uh, which yeah. it was pretty cool. Uh, but then the boss itself, it was this gigantic... What did you say it was? It looked like a sea bass. I think it was some kind of bass. It so might not have even fish. been a sea bass. And and the, the the boss was a was a shmup. You were controlling Noah on the left side of the screen, going yeah. up and down, shooting constantly as this fish was was firing little fish out of his mouth at you. And it was a, a shoot 'em up, like a fancy zone or R type level within the context of a, a Noah's art game. And it was pretty good fun. Yeah, it's very, it's very weird. The game is very weird. We, I keep, I keep saying it. It's just, it's just hard to come away from that. Um, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's just a lot of weirdness about it. Hedgehogs kill you in one hit. What's that about? Yeah, what's I suppose because they're spiky. Yeah, but there are hedgehogs, and the hedgehogs roll up into balls and then come out of their balls and. Both versions of hedgehogs uh, look really cool, hmm. really hedgehoggy, and I'd have loved that when I was a kid. I'd have genuinely, if if there were hedgehogs in the game, and I don't mean Sonic ruined hedgehogs for me, um, but proper hedgehogs that look like hedgehogs, I'd have loved that. I remember when they brought hedgehogs into our primary school, um, 
to to sort of say look after your hedgehogs and then we were putting food out for hedgehogs every night and actual hedgehogs came into our garden that's probably why i borrowed noah's ark off my friend I, I saw these hedgehogs and was like that's for me that's definitely my kind of game that's a hedgehog game that one <laughs> so yeah it's yeah i it, it, it's a game and it's a good one it sounds sounds good oh that's the other thing mm. you said there were two I'd, people I'd, I'd, doing the music and, and they, they did a very good job of it i'd read that before we played that apparently the music was pretty good and then it starts up and there's a bit of a weird uh it feels quite compressed uh sound coming across during the introduction and the title screen but then when you actually get into the game it sounds very good mm. so yeah yep. well done them not where i thought i'd be with noah's ark uh, my one beef with the game is that it was quite hard there was the the second boss at the end of level six was this giant spider hanging down from the ceiling or clouds because you're in the sky for this boss and i found it very very difficult i was unable to kill it on numerous occasions so i gave up at that point when you do kill the bosses and at the end of eight, each stage there's just loads of fruit and stuff and diamonds fruit and diamonds loads of fruit and diamonds rains down on you and you get some arbitrary points um, no idea where those points are amassing because they weren't on the screen. Yeah, you're right, actually. I hadn't, I hadn't noticed um, that because I was a treasure chest so, partway through the first level that I opened and it came with this big bunching. Yeah, something yeah. like that number. But yeah, I had no idea what that corresponded to. There was a high score screen, so there was obviously something going on True. behind the scenes, but it's just not made overt to the player. They could have made it up as far as I know. Like yeah. at the end of your run, they could have been like, Babillion! You, I remember what I was going to pick up on that you said earlier. It You kind of suggested that it was reminiscent of James Pond. Yes. Who, yeah, yeah, I said that a few minutes ago. I think in every respect it might actually surpass James Pond too. And you you're right, I don't really think James Pond 2 is very good, but I think that this is maybe very good, but definitely pretty good. May maybe very good, but definitely pretty good. Whereas James Bond 2 is, is remembered fondly by a lot of people, including until recent, well, relatively recently for a 35-year-old, like five, last five or ten years, including me. Like, I, I held it in high esteem for some time until replaying it semi-recently. Um, yeah, James Bond 2 doesn't have the controls that this does. It doesn't really have the... Uh, quality aesthetics i think they're quite gaudy compared to this it's also running on a um more powerful machine so you, that's to be remembered because mm -hmm. it's on the nintendo entertainment system and and yet it has these nice chunky sprites that are really well drawn and animated um and i just don't think that really james pond does that good a job of anything that this is doing a good job of well, as you just said, I remember so, James Bond 2 very fondly. I, I sank mm. a lot of time into that, so uh, um, I'm going to be intrigued when that comes up at some point to see if those memories hold up. Mm, me too. Well, certainly for you. Do you want to know something surprising? Always. Okay. This game's still available. Right. You can buy this game. You can buy this game today. For... It'll cost you £5.19p. For what console? It's on Steam. 
It's on Steam. Really? They've released this on Steam. You can buy it on Steam. £5.19p. I haven't checked, is there any deal? I know, it's a, it's a shock. Because all of these games, like, that, that should be available, and they're not. And actually, I'm not sure Noah's Ark really, however good it might be, I'm not sure Noah's Ark really should be available on Steam. Yeah, but why? But it why is. is. Why is this available on Steam? Who? Oh, I... Who? Who is this I've for? Un- I don't know. I've underpriced it slightly. It's £5.79. I've just double-checked because it feels like something that I'm making up, doesn't it? But yeah. I'm not. It's available on Steam. <laughs> so, yeah, it's an absolute surprise to me. What um, What's the company? What's the publisher that's putting it on Steam? Is it the original? It's, it's Source Research and Development are the developers listed. And then the publisher is someone called Pico Interactive and another company called Bleem. Right. Now, I don't know Pico Interactive or Bleem, so maybe I should have looked them up a little bit. I, I don't know. Bleem, I've just clicked them, and their their output, at least, at the very least, includes 40 Winks, which is on mm. offer at the moment for £4.11. That was a good little game, so, that was. Um, I, oh, and Glover is also listed in their, um, in their stuff as well. So Glover, so, 40 Winks, and Noah's Ark, they're, they're platform guys. Yeah. I mean, do not confuse it with Super 3D Noah's Ark, because that's the other thing that I didn't tell you. This isn't the only Noah's Ark game that sort of was released, and 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 to no no fanfare as far as I'm aware. But to you also said that this only this was the main um, consoles it, and such. This was in the while we're playing it. You said this was an European only release as well. Oh yeah, I forgot to say that. Yeah, so it's no longer uh, just a Europe only release because it's available on Steam. There you can go. buy this on Steam right now, right to, like today. Super Three D Noah's Ark, incidentally, is like a a Doom style three uh, D shooty type thing where I think you've got to save goats who are on the Ark or, or capture goats um, and and put them back in their pens whilst on the Ark because goats will cause chaos on an Ark, as you well know. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so it's, it's available on Steam. Um, I don't think it's available on any other on any other um, platforms, but just the fact that it's available on Steam is, is weird enough. Mad. What what the reviews say on Steam? Oh, that's a good question. Let me have a look. Five out of five. J Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's have a look. Recommended and not recommended. So two two written reviews. One is recommended. One's not recommended. Right, so straight down the um, line. Yeah. Um Ah, I mean Yeah, the they're both they both talk. They both write about it. So yeah, I mean I go and have a look. It is it's middling. Like one says yes and one says no. Okay. Fair. Cool. Well that's uh that was a genuine surprise that it's still available, but I really would not expect that at all. Mm, no, strange, me neither. Strange world. Yeah, doesn't make sense. It's very muddled, isn't it? This world. What the, much like, much like this Noah's game. Ark. What a lovely way to wrap up the episode and finish there. Right. Well, thank you very much for bringing that, Ashley. Uh, next week is episode one hundred and sixty, so we're going to be doing multiple of well, days multiple ten. So we're going to be doing an episode th- about a game that we have not played before. So, uh, but I'm going to play it. Well, yeah, we're doing something a bit different, aren't we? But you know, yeah. let's uh, let's not spoil it. We can it. talk about that la- later. Yes, yeah. let's, let's let's try and drum up some uh, some interesting episode one hundred and sixty, shall we? Okay, drum drum drum. drum. Ooh, one one hundred and sixty. Nice. 
uh, for like, the darts players out there, I mean, yeah. it's not it's 180, but it is. You can do it with basically any of the tens in the in the hundred. You can actually go do it with a lot of them, like 240. Works with a lot of them. Doesn't have to be 159. Even if it's without. Doesn't support. really work with that, really, mm. does it? It has to be if. Or T has to be the E. Yeah, you're the right. End. You're right. But maybe we've we've talked about this too much. We've analyzed it. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed us, remember to come and listen uh, to join us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And like, share, subscribe, rate, and review, please. Yes, please. Thank you for staying to the end of such a, a, a weird episode about such a strange and esoteric game. You deserve something. I'm don't know what and I'm not going to give you it. So there you go. See you next week. Bye. Bye bye.